0: W-O-V-U-L-P-Cleveland. Voices Today. Welcome to Our Voices Today on W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM. This is Burton Belcar Community Radio streaming live from WOVU.org and the W.O.V.U. mobile app. I hope that everyone is good and well and has slept well and has eaten well and had clean water and is thinking Good thoughts. And, you know, sometimes it can just be tough to fulfill all of your needs. Shout out to Imani Capri for Truth Be Told uh, last night. That was a great program about the difference between self-care and self-love. Uh, that was a part of that discussion and conversation. Really appreciated hearing those voices. And we always appreciate hearing your voices on our voices today but all across w-o-v-u so be sure to utilize the w-o-v-u talkback line it is 216-200-7848 216-200-7848 anytime you need to just let loose you know let us know what's on your mind whether it's about The programs you hear on W.O.V.U., you know, music, anything going on in your community, in your neighborhood, in your mind. I mean, we want to know. We want to know what's up with you. Share your voice and tell us what you want to hear. W.O.V.U. is always here for you. It's our voices united. And um, you know what? It's Friday. So, you know, let's unite our voices around our friends. You know what time it is at Jumpstart. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. It is time for Jumpstart right here on WOVU. We have a wonderful, wonderful program uh, for you, conversation (laughs) for you today. And uh, I'm excited because this is celebration of Valentine's Day. So we are going to speak with two entrepreneurs who are not only business partners, But they are married. And so we're talking marriage and entrepreneurship, how to make it work. It's Valentine's Day weekend. So I'd like to go ahead and welcome to our voices today. Angel Washington, the owner and president of Consult2Code. Angel, good morning. How are you on this great day? Good morning. I am well today. How are you? I am super, super good. And uh, so we not only have you, Angel Washington, but we also have your husband. He is calling in right now. So as soon as uh, we can catch him on the line, we'll patch him through. Uh, But April, uh, it's Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, What do y'all have in store for or what are you hoping to look forward to? Sometimes Valentine's Day is a surprise uh, for couples. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what what typically do do you and your wonderful husband William Washington uh, do for uh, Valentine's Day? Typically, you know, I know things are different now because of the pandemic.
1: Well. Um my husband is quite the little Cupid, um, oh. so he's been doing such extravagant things over the year. It's to the point now where like every day is Valentine's Day for us, so we really don't go all out on holidays because we celebrate yeah. each other and I love <laughs> every day, but one of my famous holiday, uh, uh, Valentine's Day is he came to my job while I was at lunch, and he had a deck of playing cards, 52 cards, And he wrote 52 Reasons Why He Loved Me. So on each one of the cards, he wrote why he loved me or things that he loved about me and had them spread out all over my desk. Wow. And he had some other stuff, too. And he was in cahoots with the girls that I worked with. But... I mean, it don't get no better than that. 52 reasons. I mean, and some of them were so little and small, but meant so much. So wow, he's great. And he also was dressed up like a little Cupid. He had on like these suspenders that had Cupid on them. And he had on a suit and... He also went up to my our daughter's school and he took her like all this Valentine stuff in the middle of the day. So he is really good at that kind of stuff. So
0: that is amazing. You you said it right. He is quite the cupid. Fifty-two reasons why he loved you. He wow, that is that is amazing. That deserves, you know what? A round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Um April, what about you? What do you do to uh, shower love on uh, Mr. Washington?
1: Well, first, I just want to correct you. It's Angel. And only I'm sorry. Want people to know angel. That, that's okay. Because I try to be an angel for my husband. I love my husband and I do whatever I can do to support him and his dreams and his aspirations and his goals. And so I am a service person. That is my um, love language. So I do things. Mm. Um, so whatever I can do to make him happy and for him, it doesn't take much. So, you know, I buy him things. I cook him things. I think about him and everything that I do. And that's just kind of how we celebrate each other in our love.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um, that is so wonderful, Angel Washington. I do apologize for uh, saying no, it's okay. <laughs> wrong that. I do have somebody in my ba- in my, uh, you know, from the old days whose name is April Washington. So I, I apologize for that. But um, yes, it is Valentine's Day weekend. It is Jumpstart on WOVU ninety five point nine FM. So um, let's go ahead. We're gonna take a break, Angel, um, so we can get your wonderful husband, William. Uh, on the line and on the air Um, so hold on uh, WOVU listeners we are going to be right back with a wonderful couple business couple they are married and they are in business together making it work we're going to hear all about how they do it when we come back you're listening to Jumpstart on WOVU 95.9 FM stay tuned we'll be right back The Alcohol and Drug Addiction and Mental Health Services Board, also known as the Adams Board of Cuyahoga County, wants everyone to stay safe. If the stress of the pandemic is overwhelming, help is available. Call the 24-hour crisis hotline at 216-623-6888. That's 216-623-6888. If you are using drugs, remember all drugs may contain the highly addictive substance, fentanyl. Please test your drugs and never use drugs alone. Carry Narcan in case you are witness to an overdose. And call the 24-hour crisis and referral hotline when you are ready for help. It's 216-623-6888. Again, it's 216-623-6888. This message is brought to you by the Adams Board of Cuyahoga County and WOVU 95.9 FM. Burton Bell Car Community Radio.
3: W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell Car community radio station, joins Strengthening Our Students in its annual fundraiser, Soup for the Soul, which is a culinary event for the community to sample wonderfully prepared soups from Angie Soul Cafe, Popeyes, Beckham's B&M BBQ, Booker's Soul Food, and many more. This 8th annual fundraiser will be hosted by Fox 8 News anchor Wayne Dawson. Kicking it with Kenny, Kenny Crumpton. Broadcasting live from the studios of WOVU 95.9 FM with a host of great celebrities. Join us on Saturday, February 27th from 2 o'clock to 3.30 for a cooking demonstration with Chef Eric Wells of Sky LaRue's Culinary Services. This year's event will be a drive-in fundraiser in which guests can pick up their soups from the headquarters of WOVU at 7201 Kinsman Road in Cleveland. That again is 7201 Kinsman Road. Don't miss out of the artistic video presentation, How COVID-19 Impacted My Life by the students of Strengthening Our Students. You can find more information and register for the live broadcast at strengtheningourstudents.com. That again is strengtheningourstudents.com, where you can also take part in a silent auction. If you have any questions, please contact Deetra Williams at 216-321-0911. That again is 216-321-0911. This 8th Annual Souffle Le Soul is brought to you by Strengthening Our Students and WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell car community radio station. Don't miss out.
4: Hi, this is Joy Johnson, Executive Director of Burton Bell Car Development, also referred to as BBC. When you hear BBC, you may think of the British Broadcasting Company. We are actually named for three community leaders who served the Central and Kinsman neighborhoods in the past, Lonnie Burton, James Bell, and Charles V. Carr. Residents of the Central and Kinsman neighborhoods may be familiar with those names because we have the Lonnie Burton Recreation Center, we have Charles Carr Avenue in Garden Valley. We have the James Bell Pool on East 71st Street in Central. Many of our residents were alive when those three leaders served the community. Folks outside of the community sometimes think we're a law firm, a CPA, or that Burton, Bell, or Carr are people who work here and founded the organization. They were all deceased when Burton, Bell, Carr was founded in 1990. and. The organization was named to honor their contributions to the neighborhoods. So now you know who we are, Burton Bell Car Development.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to our voices today. It's Jumpstart Friday. Our friends from Jumpstart are on the line with us, and it's also Valentine's Day weekend. So we are talking about marriage and entrepreneurship. On the line with us is Angel Washington, owner and president of Consult to Code, and also I hope we have uh, William Washington also on <laughs> mm-hmm. the line. He is the founder and owner of Washington Wellness Institute. And uh, so thank you, William, for joining us. Uh, how are you this morning?
5: Doing really good. Doing really good. I'm so happy to be present with you all today.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. So uh, we got an earful of, you know, how you, Mr. Washington, uh, have doted on your angel uh, throughout the years in terms of valentine's day um very very like you set the bar really high uh william with the the 52 card the deck of yes. all the reasons 52 reasons why you love your wife that is amazing so uh you know why are you telling my business angel <laughs> <laughs> what's
5: wrong with you <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, so thank you, the both of you, again, for joining us. Uh, again, it's Valentine's Day weekend, marriage and entrepreneurship. So let me go ahead and just give our listening audience a little bit of background on the two of you. Angel Washington, you are a certified professional coder with over 25 years of experience. Uh, as the owner and president of consult to code you run a consulting company specializing in fast Accurate medical billing, billing, excuse me, coding and management services. Over the years, you have gained extensive experience working with companies such as the Cleveland Clinic and other notable healthcare companies across the country. Um, Angel offers a variety of educational services, including medical billing, coding webinars and training. And Angel, you also help your husband William run the Washington Wellness Institute. Um, and a nonprofit agency called View Unity. And then just a little bit about Mr. Washington. Uh, William Washington is the owner and founder of Washington Wellness Institute. He is a licensed professional clinician and clinical hypnotherapist. Whoa! As well as a collegiate-level adjunct faculty and counseling mentor. He received his master's in clinical mental health consulting from john carroll university and is currently a phd candidate for the health and psychology program at walton university a lot going on in this relationship um so let's let's get down to it um angel washington and william washington how did you the two of you meet and how long have you been married
5: we both have two different stories angel you go first (laughs) this
1: is the real story so we have been married for, we've been married for seven years and we met at Cleveland State, believe it or not. We both um, were in a post-bac program. So we had completed our um, undergrad and um, we both were in post-bac because William, funny enough, was um, in pursuit of going to dental school and I was going to medical school. So we were in the post-bac program and um, I was coming back to school after being out of school for almost 20 years, and I walked into this classroom in Cleveland State, and I was looking for a seat, and I was late, and this young man was sitting there waving for me to come sit next to him, and it was William. So I sat next to him, and that's kind of where it all began. We became friends and over the years, and dated, and then got married. But funny enough, he didn't go to dental school, and I didn't go to medical school. So
5: (laughs) Amazing.
0: Um, and then, so William, what's your version of that story?
5: All right. So boom, here it goes. So we were in biology class, but she saw me and she felt the chemistry that was happening. So, you know, she didn't believe that I actually liked her. Um, and I was like, Hey, I really like you. She never believed me. And then when I finally decided, I'm like, Oh, I gotta go travel for music. You know, then she started liking me when I had to go travel. Mm -hmm. So then we were, you know, states apart. And, you know, I was on I was with the Temptations at that time and we were playing music and and she would really drive almost every weekend to see me um, down to Tennessee, eight hour drive uh, to see me for the weekend. And I was like, wow, she really does like me. So all that hard work really did pay off. So don't give up, fellas. Don't give up.
0: (laughs) Don't give up. Yes, you are a musician as well. You know, you know, 10 different instruments, you know how to play. I'm reading here.
5: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. So, did you use any of those instruments in the wooing of Angel Washington?
5: Funny enough, I didn't. (laughs) Um, That's 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 weird.
1: Actually, he did, but in in a covert in a covert way. So when we first before we started dating, his way of getting in was he. Um, started giving my daughter guitar lessons.
5: Oh, yeah. And so I he would sense. come
1: over every mm. week to give her guitar lessons and that's how everything got, got started from him being that's around lame. as much. Okay.
5: But you cooked every time I was there, though. You know I was a hungry musician. And you cooked every time I was there. So, you know, <laughs> let's be real.
1: <laughs> y'all are
5: so
0: adorable. This is great. Um. So, um, okay. So enough of the lovey-dovey stuff, okay? So we know how y'all met. Now, um... And OK, so, Angel, you were um, on the path to uh, medical school. William, you were on the path to dental school and none of those paths did you continue on to. So, Angel, how did you um, land, you know, as a, uh, a consultant, a coding expert and teacher and an entrepreneur in general?
1: Well, funny enough, I had no intention on doing that. I never um, had any aspiration of being an entrepreneur. I was happy with going to work 40 hours a week, punching the clock, getting paid every two weeks and being done. Um, so this was something that I never looked into. No one in my family was an entrepreneur. It just wasn't my thing. And um, after working for so many years and just being exposed to the industry and being doted as the expert, um I just had had enough of going to work every day and not really being given credit or not being allowed to do what it is that I do. So one day I came home and I told my husband, I told my little sister about an experience I had at work. And two things happened. My sister said, the windows of opportunity are open for you right now. If you continue to wait, those windows will close you got to take a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my husband and I told him, I can't just take a leap of faith. I've never had this kind of thing before. I, I How will I pay my bills? And he was like, oh, hello, you have a husband. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you feel like you want to quit, then just quit. So I quit my job unplanned on a Wednesday night at midnight by email, effective immediately. Mm-hmm. And by Friday, I had three clients, and I was up and running tax ID number company started and never looked back. So wait a second on
0: um, on a Wednesday night at midnight, you sent an email to your employer saying I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then you said the next yep. day. I told
1: them, go ahead. The next day I started my tax ID number. I, I got up the next day. I went on uh, to the state business website and I got an LLC and then I went to the IRS and got an EIN number. And mm-hmm. then um, I contacted a couple of people that I had been working with in the industry. Mm-hmm. And by Friday, I had meetings set and walked away with three clients signed and never looked back.
0: Wow! 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 And that, that was six years ago. That's crazy! Like dope. Not not unimaginable, but like wow! What a story. Um, I, I'm inspired, uh, myself. I'm not about to quit anything, but I'm just inspired no. to,
1: um, you know, make, take a that jump. People do it that way. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't suggest that people do it that way, you know, because on the flip side of that, you know, while I quit my job, I was the vice president of a company at that time. So it was a huge hit to us financially. And so what I had to do is I had to figure out other ways to get income in. So I went and became an adjunct, um, Instructor at Brian and Stratton just to make ends meet while I was mm-hmm. building up the business. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was just like I'm done with work altogether. I was just done with that job. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and, and I will
5: say, Angel, like you also went through a lot though. Like like the anxiety and the, and the and the feelings of having to go to work and the emotional stress was weighing such a toll on you that like I, I couldn't I couldn't see you going through that anymore because that was mm-hmm. that was hurting us. You know. And, like, I didn't want to see you go through that. Yeah. You know, that was important.
0: Yeah. So you were, William, uh, supportive in her move to uh, leave that position and strike out on her own. Um, so we'll come back to, uh, your journey angel. So William, tell us about, you know, your own, uh, the beginning of it, like I said, or like, as you mentioned, you, you are a musician, you still are, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, on, on a path to dental school, which you also vacated. So how did you get from that point to opening up Washington wellness?
5: Well, it's, it's unique. Um, it's, it's when I first left, the post baccalaureate program, I went because um I had an opportunity to play with the Temptations in Gatlinburg and they had a um theater there that they would do shows. Um and then they would have shows on the off show they would travel um on the weekends and such. Um and so during that time just being a full time musician it allowed me to see another side of entertainment that um a lot of musicians don't get to see. Um I got to see the back end of how things are run, how things are managed how the, you know, like the detail of it all, and so um, while I was out there, it gave me some time to like breathe and and get myself out of the, you know, educational loop that many go through, and it allowed me to see what my strengths really were, and I realized that even when I was doing, um, you know, the music, I saw a lot of mental health, um, and I saw a lot of patterns in people that just weren't congruent with their authenticity. And there was a lot of emotional distress as a reaction to that. And so I took it on a whim. Um, I had a friend just say, like, you know, you're really good at listening and understanding what you think about counseling. And, unfortunately, I was the stereotypical person. Where I was like, counseling? I don't want to be in people's heads. I don't know about that. You know, I like, I don't know. And, um, and you know, I, but I also realized that it was a lot of issues bigger than me um, that revolved around mental health. And so, you know, I, you know, I literally took the time out and I took a test. I literally studied for a test in two days, took the test on the Saturday, um, did well, and did an interview that Sunday. I literally drove from Tennessee back to Ohio to do an interview at John Carroll Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they they accepted me and um, I realized this was also my calling. I realized that mind and music is my calling.
0: Okay. Mind and music is your calling? Um, so, like you said, you were uh, in the in your music zone, and you noticed a lot of mental health issues. Like, so, what were some of the things that uh, you uh, were able to spot? I guess.
5: Yeah. So, um, I saw a lot of identity conflicts. I saw a lot of um, histrionic behavior. I saw a lot of depression. I saw a lot of anxiety. I saw a lot of um, schizophrenia. I saw a lot of um, isolation. Um, Artists are some of the most emotionally disconnected and connected people you'll ever meet. They're some of the biggest empaths that are trying to find their coping skill of how they see the world, how they experience it. And um, a lot of them, you know, are connected, but a lot of them don't feel understood. Um, And so there's a lot of um, emotional reaction uh, rather than emotional response and and I wondered, you know, musicians and artists have this tool, you know, to help them s- express who they are. But there's a lot of people that don't have that skill, that don't have that outlet, that don't have the understanding. And any unmet need results in irrational behavior. So it was amazing to to understand how to humanize healing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of my focus is humanizing healing. Um, and so that's kind of been what's been projecting me and. Um, currently right now I'm playing with morning, a black star, and we are focusing on being the alternative understanding of music and artistry. So, um, it's, it's amazing to see the musical healing in, in, in effect at this current time.
0: That is really crazy. Um, because my, I know, okay. Morning, a black star, um, James is a really good friend yes, of yes. my uncle. <laughs> and yeah. yeah um and so i james knew me as a as a little a little tiny kid so that is so crazy Oh wow <laughs> um <laughs> that's
5: <a> great so <laughs> me, th- me and james have drove drove him through all the u.s touring together and he, me and him are usually drivers so he, me and him got really close wow
0: <laughs> that is yeah. wild so there's some congruency there for you and um so you know uh hearing you 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 you're clearly like a perceptive person. You can tap into people's like energy and kind of feel how they're feeling and see what they're going through. And you, so you were also, you know, able to do that with angel, you know, in supporting her move from, you know, the corporate world to entrepreneurship. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, the two of you as entrepreneurs, when you, so when you got married, uh, angel within the marriage, you started your business, but what about, um, William and Angel, your support for him, like, was his business up and running at, when you all got together and got married, or was that something that happened after the marriage? Well,
1: let me tell you. So, his business. <laughs> I love it when statements start <laughs> like business. that. I know. His business is a newborn. So, we have a newborn business okay. in the house, everybody. So, um, <laughs> it has been um, a work in progress. We um kind of came up he came up with the concept. Um he's been talking about it for over ten years and putting things into place and I'm I'm like a person, I'm ready to do things. When I say let's get, let's do it. So when he started talking about, I'm like, Okay, what are you waiting for? Let's do it. He's like, Oh, it's not ready yet, I gotta do this and I gotta make sure this is like this and this is like that. I'm like, Oh my god, you're wasting so much time. You could just have this thing up and running. So, like I said, it's been a work in progress mm-hmm. since we've known each other. Um over the last nine ten years, and so we actually um started the business in two thousand seventeen early 2018, eight, and we did a couple of small functions under the auspice of the business, but it's not until October of two thousand and nineteen that we officially became um open and started to see clients and really start to let people know that we are a force to be reckoned with in the neighborhood. So um, Mm -hmm. last summer, we um, partnered up with um, JB's Grill. um, And Barbara over at JB's Grill was kind enough to supply us with lunch um, throughout the summer so that we can make sure that the kids were being fed during the pandemic in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so three days a week, my daughter and I would drive to JB's Grill, pick up, lunches and come back to Collinwood and literally stand on the streets and stop cars and pass out food to people throughout the summer. Um, And we um, wanted people to know that Washington Wellness cares about them from, you know, from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Mm -hmm. Like we don't only care about their mental health, but we care about them as a, a whole package. And so that's when I got into the whole thing. And I told William, I want to be able to provide resources in the community for people through Washington wellness. So that's what we've been able to do. So, you know, we've worked with, um, Collinwood, um, the greater Collinwood development corporation doing PPE pop-ups and jobs, making sure that people had PPE during this time, making sure they have personal items during this time. Um, we, you know, been able to give some food to some families in need. Um, we adopted families for Christmas, um, we just did, um, um, we got a grant that we were able to provide some things for the homeless, so we just took like 50 homeless bags to the hospital, um, and um, we're just continually trying to do things in the community to complete that whole package for people.
0: Yeah, awesome. Wow, doing so much, but, you know, I'm sure together you can do uh, things better on a greater and larger scale. So we are in the midst of Jumpstart on WOVU. It's Friday. It's Valentine's Day weekend, and uh, we have the pleasure of speaking with Angel Washington, owner and president of Consult to Code. Also, you know, helps her husband William run Washington Wellness Institute along with their nonprofit View Unity. We'll hear more about that um, when we come back. And we also have William Washington. Uh, the other half of the Washington, oh, I got to come up with a name for y'all, the, the Washington winners for for right now. Um, he is the founder and <laughs> owner of Washington Wellness Institute, a, candidate, a Ph.D. candidate uh, for Walton University, and also uh, what is reading and sounding like an outstanding musician. You got to be outstanding if you're a part of Morning of Black Star. First of all, Um, so more with them and their entrepreneurial journey, their connection to Jumpstart. When we come back, you're listening to W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM. I'm T.C. Lewis. We'll be right back.
4: We make black history daily on W.O.V.U. 95.9. Our Voices United, a Burton Bell car community radio station.
2: W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM. Our Voices United salutes Black History Month. Herbert Chauncey was born in Georgia in 1887. He attended Talladega College in Alabama, where he trained to become a railway postal clerk before moving to Cleveland to seek better opportunities. Chauncey realized that he needed to build his own brand because very few African Americans were allowed to work in skilled trades, so he continued his job as a postal clerk while attending law school at night. By 1911, he had finished law school and established enough connections in Cleveland to quit his job in the mail service. With $100,000 in capital, Chauncey opened his law office, called Empire Savings and Loan. Initially located on East 55th Street between Central and Quincy Avenue, his law office helped thousands of African Americans migrating from the South. At first, Chauncey was criticized by other African American leaders who believed that he should be trying to work in white-owned businesses instead of creating his own. However, Chauncey believed that creating his black-owned business could help promote a group economy among African Americans. He also wanted to encourage other aspiring black entrepreneurs to not have to rely on finding a job in a limited market due to racial discrimination. These were important concepts during an era in which African Americans continued to migrate from the south in masses and move to the same neighborhoods. The mass migration to Cleveland allowed Chauncey to expand his business, so in 1919, he named Harold Murrell as its manager in order to focus on real estate and insurance. In 1925, he founded the Cleveland Business Association, which encouraged black-owned businesses to work together in advocacy and training. He also organized two mutual societies which provided sick, accident, and death benefits to its members. For his efforts, he became the first African-American member of the Cleveland City Planning Commission in 1929, which worked to develop and improve Cleveland's neighborhoods. However, Chauncey's tenure was short-lived as he died the following year at the age of 43. Still, he positioned his businesses to continue helping African-American residents and businessmen financially. This important message is brought to you by WOVU 95.9 FM. Our voices United, a Burton Bell car community radio station.
6: We here at W.O.V.U. would like you to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Here are some steps to help you and the community stay safe. Avoid large groups of people. During necessary trips, the grocery store or the pharmacy, stay six feet away from others. Do not shake hands. Stay indoors. Take breaks. Enjoy quiet outdoor spaces. Walk your dog. Stay six feet away from others. Clean surfaces, including doorknobs, taps, faucets, toilet handles, light switches, counters, and tables. Cell phones, TV remotes. Cough or sneeze into your elbow or a tissue. Wash with soap and water for at least 20 seconds when you eat, prepare food, enter a building, get home, use the bathroom. For more information, please call Mental Health COVID-19 Hotline, four four zero five nine COVID. Four four zero five nine two six eight four three. 592 6843 I am your music director, DJ Chris Stiles, and we thank you for listening to W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM. Welcome back.
0: It's Jumpstart on WOVU ninety five point nine FM. We are jumping today, this week, uh, for the love, for your love, but also for the love of business. We are talking about marriage and entrepreneurship with two wonderful guests, uh, a married couple, Angel and William Washington. Angel is the owner and president of Consult to Code. A certified, I will let her explain exactly what that is. And (laughs) William Washington, founder and owner of Washington Wellness Institute. So um, the two of you are, you know, married, a strong married couple and also business owners. You not only have, um, I guess, an older business, but still young, Um, but now a new baby business. As Angel, you said, you got a new baby in the house. Um, so, uh, let's talk specifically about, uh, consult to code. You know, we want to, I want to know what exactly, um, that business is all about. It's, it's fast, accurate medical billing, coding and management services. But what exactly does that really mean? And how is it for you, Angel, you know, as a black woman in that particular industry, you know, it's tech, it's, uh, you know, healthcare, You know, how has that been for you and um, all of that? That was like five questions in one. But, you know, tell us about what your business actually does and how it's been for you as an entrepreneur, a black woman in that field.
1: Okay. Well, first, um, to tackle the hard part, trying to explain what medical billing and coding is in layman's terms. So whenever you go in to see your doctor and you get seen for services, the doctor has to be compensated for those services. And so in order to do that, they have to report to the insurance company what they did and why they did it. And that has to be translated into codes that go to the insurance company. So although you go to the doctor and you see they're typing that long note and they're asking you all those questions, all of that information is sent to the insurance company but not in words. So it's going to be transcribed into codes And there's different coding systems that represent why you came to be seen, what you came to be seen for. And then those codes in turn are sent to the insurance company to say why the patient came to be seen, what happened to them while they were seen. And that is how hospitals, doctors, offices get paid for the services that they provide for, um, for their patients. So most doctors go to school to be doctors. We know that most doctors don't want to be business people. They want to see patients. So that's where we come in. We kind of take that burden of that process out of their hands so that they can focus on the healing while we focus on the billing.
0: (laughs) There you go. That's a good tagline.
1: Um, Okay. So
0: um, and and tell us, you know, how that has been for you, uh, the challenges and, and the the victories, you know, just being a black woman on your own, um, you know, with the help of your husband. But, you know, you know, in in such a um, what I'm going to assume and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you know, a uh, white male dominated industry.
1: Um. Well, actually, it is a pretty much female dominated industry. OK, uh, most I stand correct. Medical coding. No, but most people who do medical billing and coding are women. Um, However, the actual, you know, big companies, the bigger companies are probably male-owned and probably white male-owned. But, like, most of the people that actually do the grunt work are women. Um, And it's been interesting. So the most interesting part is just trying to find clients. Um, And the reason why I say that is you have to just think about this. Um, as a billing company, a medical billing company, we pretty much handle all of the money that the, the office is going to be receiving except for the stuff that patients are paying, you know, self-pay for. So they need to be able to trust you as a company, So you need to be able to build a rapport and have enough um, clients that can back you up to say that you're trustworthy because they are trusting you with all the money that is coming into their door so that all their revenue is in your hands. So um, over the years, like I said, I've worked with a lot of different um, hospitals and clinics and professionals and kind of established myself as an expert in the industry. And so, you know, that's the hardest part is just being able to find clients um, the bigger clients. We have not really had like any, like real, real big clients. We have some nice size clients, but we haven't like really scored like, um, like a corporate type client mm-hmm. yet. And that's kind of what our focus is on in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, angled around. We have a lot of different things on the education piece, though. Mm-hmm. We have scored some pretty big clients. We do some work with the Ohio Department of Health. We do work with the Summit um, County. Um Department of Health, we do webinar series where we educate people on how to build a um bill appropriately mm-hmm. and so we we do a lot of education, and so that's we're just trying to get our big billing um clients
0: yeah, so what is the more lucrative piece um in that is it the um the actual doing the actual work or teaching others how to do it?
1: Well, they're both um, lucrative in the sense that getting the clients that bring in the residual income is good because then you're always bringing in that money. So Mm -hmm. our billing clients are like our bread and butter because they're always there. And so, you know, we're continually bringing in money every month from those clients. Whereas. Our education pieces and our consultant pieces are kind of like a one and done. We may do like a 10 webinar series or, you know, certain things. They contract with us for a certain period of time to provide education right. and assistance. But when that's over, it's over. Even though during that time, that, you know, it might be kind of lucrative. It's just when it's done, it's done. Right. so
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you uh, for that. And uh, William, you know, tell us more about Washington wellness institute and you know the types of services that are offered and you know what it's all about
5: of course so washington wellness institute is really it's it's not your typical um, clinical office right um, we like to modernize everything you can think of that has to do with the mind um, we want to create a holistic approach and an updated approach to mental health so everything you can think of as mental health, we wanted to push it to the next level. And what's beautiful about it is that um, the reason why I took so long to start it was because I didn't want to be like everyone else. I didn't want to be like how mental health has been for the past 25 to 30 years. I did not want to be um, a part of the grinder of mental health. I, I, I did it. I did those jobs. I am thankful for them, but I knew that there was something more to healing than just Coming in, writing down some paperwork, and keep pushing. Um, I knew there was something more, and also the communities weren't being affected in a way that I knew that the change needed. So there's a lot of old school thinking, and so the services that we provide are um, typical mental health services, like you know, so anything under the DSM criteria, any issues you you know from depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, um, eating disorders. I mean, anything on anything under the book, anything that can be coded by billing we can do um (laughs) and so it's it's amazing that it's 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 a harmony with both of our professions um and so i get to focus on the healing while she gets to focus on the building and that's really a great thing so um so as far as clinical we do i do everything so i can bill. we have we can take all insurances um then i also have a community division which we literally do outreach. And so we revitalize the understanding of outreaching. We don't just come in, drop some cool items off, and then keep it moving and wait till next year. No, we want to have an impact that is more invested into the community. And so we're going to start going into schools, we're going to start going into communities and see. What's the demographic here? That, that What are they suffering from? Is this a food desert? What do we do to become the liaison between this different change? Then we have an educational group that does workshops and education. Currently I'm contracted with different universities, um, and I do group support groups um, for LGBTQA++ members um, to any type of members that might be or group clubs or organizations, BSM, um, black student associations, um, any type of group that has had it has been marginalized. I'm contracted that with helping them support groups um, and also revitalizing their mental health departments and helping orchestrate more movements on how to rethink how we're approaching mental health in these communities. And then lastly, there is I had a um, therapeutic coaching program that I'm currently creating that pretty much allows the alternative method to a clinical therapy. And so it allows me to go beyond the borders of my ethical license and be able to go beyond what um, I know where I would stop at Well, I can create a program where other people can do, where they can help communities of self-healing. So if I can create these self-healing groups, the best growth is a self-growth. The best support is peer support. And so there's things that I can't do beyond my office Um, that I can't see 5,000 people at one time, Mm -hmm. but I can give you a program so you can teach yourselves and teach your own communities how to heal each other. So there is a lot going on with this. And then I have another big secret. I can't talk about it because Angel won't let me, but um, that's going to revolutionize what healing means around the U.S. And I am so excited that I'm finally putting my 10 years of work into one company, um, and it's being supported by somebody that believes in me, yeah
0: that's that is very beautiful and amazing. I love how the two of you are definitely have some synergy going on, you know, angel work with the money, William, you work with the mind, so you got the mind on your money and money on your mind like it's all right there in this one relationship, <laughs> right. man, so do you the two of you i know um angel. Um, you have a daughter um, that you brought into your uh, union with William. So there's one human child. Are there any other human children in this mix? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you ask me, I say yeah, but no. We just have <laughs> um, the one daughter, and she's 17. But we have two cats, and he is my son. One of the is my God. son. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, we have a daughter. She's 17. She's a junior in high school, and um, she studies um, languages. She has taught herself how to speak and write Korean and Japanese, and so she is um, looking to study linguistics and Asian Mm studies when she goes off to school, and so we are so excited about that. We are supporting her hand over heel in that effort Mm -hmm. and endeavor.
2: Yeah, shout
5: out to her. And I I I love that. And I I, got to say that, you know, it's, you know, people say like, well, why don't you just help run the business? Why don't she help with, you know, it's, it's, you know, my legacy is my legacy and she is lineage. And that is something where like, if she finds passion in that, I'm going to 100% go in on it, even if she's only putting 50% in, I'm still going to put 100% in because I never want her to see the lack of effort in her life around people and support. I want her to know what it feels like because that's something that I think the black community, we kind of get, you know, it it gets demoralizing at times and disheartening at times with the lack of support that you get. So, and especially as a black woman, so I'd never want her to experience, you know, what the lack of support feels like. So at least I know that she had it at home.
0: Absolutely. So, um, you know, before we run out of time, let's touch on, you know, how Jumpstart has helped, uh, these two businesses and i do not want to forget to uh you know touch on a uh, view unity your non-profit um uh well let's go there first talk about view unity and um the work that you do uh with that uh, uh organization that entity and then um tell us about how jumpstart has helped with um, all of these projects that you have, the two businesses. I think there's a couple more businesses. Um, but, uh, yeah, tell us about how Jumpstart has uh, assisted in your journeys.
5: Cool. Okay. So um, with Unity, it's one day two gamers came together and asked if they could do more with their gaming. And so what we've done is created a nonprofit that focuses on streaming content, creating content, creator content, Um, And it helps raise money for different organizations. We've partnered with Extra Life, which is an organization that raises money for children who need surgery to hospitals. And um, Children's Miracle Network um, has connected with Rainbow Babies. And so for the past 11 years, I have been uh, raising money for children, um, and the money would go to different children's hospitals. And so I decided to make this company because – I realized that gamers are not in inclusive spaces a lot of times. Gaming and streaming culture has grown tremendously. And so I've created an organization that teaches children how to be better streamers, to be more accountable, to help adults understand what streaming is, to have inclusive communities of gaming. And also, the gaming has a purpose. We're raising money for children. We're connected with Cleveland Rainbow Babies, and we're raising money. Last year, um, we raised over $3,000 dollars. Um, for Rainbow Babies. And we connected with Extra Life um, and to keep doing it. And this year, our goal is $10,000. And so we're already hitting our um, $600 mark right now. We've only been two months in. And so there's a bunch of streamers that we've um, helped learn how to become better streamers, how to become better accountable people, and to be more of an inclusive space for gamers and streamer content. And so it's an amazing time. We stream on Mondays and Thursdays, and we also stream on weekends. And so, this organization is a way for us to connect to the community and to educate the community on a new reality because of this pandemic. And it's allowing to create a healthier version of online interaction.
0: Okay, creating a healthier version of online for charitable interaction. Causes. Okay,
5: yep. for all charitable causes. Mm-hmm. For
0: charitable causes, we'll have to have you back on. The two of you to talk more about that that sounds really interesting and um using gaming and streaming and all of that for the good of mankind i mean that's definitely Mm -hmm. yeah something super dope so how has you know jumpstart been involved in your entrepreneurial journeys okay i'll
1: take that um so jumpstart um has a special place in my heart forever and ever and ever um, I got connected to JumpStart because we actually have participated in the box spot competition. So um, when we heard about box spot, we thought that was an amazing idea of them having, you know, shipping container. Um, and so we jumped into that competition. We made it to the finals, but then we didn't get picked as one of the final businesses. But um, as a part of that uh, process, we had to learn how to pitch by JumpStart. And so the people at Jumpstart told me, well, we also have some things that you might be interested in getting involved in. And so I did um, get involved with the cohort um, um, at Jumpstart, and I did that, and um, I actually won 2018. I okay. was a West City Impact winner for the fall. Woo! And grant for my business. And so it was totally amazing because that was the first time that since That was the first time that. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you! First time that since I had been in business that I actually had an infusion of cash into my business that didn't come from me, and so um, that was really nice. But it also gave me an opportunity to learn about how to be a business person and how to actually take some time away from working on in the business and working on the business. So I got to learn about financials and I got to learn all this great stuff right at Jumpstart doing a 12-week program for free. Mm-hmm. So like that course, I believe they said it cost like over $18,000 for that that co- um, cohort course. And so um, I was so grateful to be a part of that. And everybody is a winner, you know, because even if you don't win the 10000 you still walk away with some money. And you walk away with all that great resources and you're a part of the jumpstart family. And once you're a part of the jumpstar family, they totally support you for life. Like you can go and you can talk to people. Like I was having IT problems at my office and I was just mentioning to them. They sent the jumpstart IT person over to my office to identify the problems and then hook me up with a company that could help me get, you know, my situation together. So just stuff Uh like that. They are totally supportive and everything that they do. They supported me. Um, I wanted to join um I'm a huge Tory Birch fan. I love Tory Birch places. And so mm. Tory Birch has a foundation in which she does a fellowship and I wanted to apply to that. And they actually even helped me with my application to apply to that. And even though I didn't make it into the cohort at Tory Birch, then Tory Birch um sponsored me to take a class at Cornell University in women's entrepreneurship for free. So it it just doesn't get any better with the connections that Jumpstart has and the people that they know and just how all of the entrepreneurs at Jumpstart help support each other. Like, I support all my entrepreneurial friends at Jumpstart, all of them. I mean... And I- so William has kind of piggybacked um, into Jumpstart with me. So I've kind of, because I'm, I'm like a doctor of his business, <laughs> because I'm a part <laughs> of all his businesses, then his businesses go with me into Jumpstart. I'm like
5: their little cousin. I'm like little cousin. So, um, like the little cousin. Yeah, so, so they know. know about
1: all of the businesses. We you know, they know about, you know, our, our music stuff and you know, Washington wellness and so um but jumpstart hands down has been a saving grace in my life.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, that is super that's my head is blown every week when I hear about how Jumpstart has helped uh, so many these, you, entrepreneurs like yourselves. Um, my I, I, my head is blown off. I don't know if y'all know that commercial um, where the people that they they have purple smoke coming out of their head. That's what I always say: purple smoke, purple <laughs> smoke. Um, <laughs> because Jumpstart <laughs> is amazing. Jumpstart is amazing. Um, it's it's a wonderful organization. It connects entrepreneurs with the resources um the education just the mentorship the networking that is needed uh, to be successful on an ongoing like continual basis it's not just a one and done it's um you know oh, it's a rela- so it's a, like a real relationship really yeah mm-hmm
1: Yeah, so... um... And they they continually reach out to you. I mean, always. Like, I get emails from them telling me about different resources or, hey, this is out there. You might want to look into this. Even down to when the pandemic hit and all of this stuff was like, apply for PPP, apply Mm -hmm. for this, apply for this. I didn't apply for anything because I was like, I don't know what to do. I got an email from my mentor at Jumpstart. Like, this is what you need to apply for. Here's the link to the application. Do this, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like, oh, cool, thanks. Like he had already read through it, figured it out, knew that that would be good for me, and told me what to do, and I appreciate that. So,
5: that
1: I love JumpStart. I love them. I can't wait till we can go back in person again. <laughs> I miss them. Oh, well,
5: uh, All right. I, I, I miss, I miss Phelan too. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I just, I just love, I, I just love how supportive every JumpStart is because, like, I, I felt lost, you know, trying to support her business and it was really mm. difficult like i was like cuz I, I it was past some of my competency like i didn't understand uh, all of the business things that had to happen and when i heard from you know angel said oh yeah don't me i'm like oh, what they say what they say cuz i just had to mm-hmm. i had to figure cuz i wanted to know too because like it, they just they guided her in a way that was just so peaceful um and she felt so calm when she was doing this and going through all this it was amazing the amount of support they did
0: yeah and and tell us uh it- Angel and William, how did you uh, come across Jumpstart in the first place?
1: We came across Jumpstart through um, when we did the box spot competition with Burden oh. Bell Carr. Um, yeah, Jumpstart is the, the the pitch people. They help you prepare your pitch. So Burden Bell Car sent us to Jumpstart to learn how to do our pitch. And then once we didn't make it through that competition, then... We had got connected with Jumpstart, and they told us about different programs they had, and that's when we started going to Jumpstart. And um, like I said, just continually going to Jumpstart. After I um, won the Core City um, Impact Program for fall of 18, I applied for the um, Cleveland Chain Reaction in Collinwood the following fall, and I was one of the winners of the Cleveland Collinwood Chain Reaction. So um, we, um, we <coughs> have been truly blessed by Jumpstart um,
0: really have. So, um, please, you know, as we wrap up, we have just like a few minutes, bless us with some, you know, sound advice, you know, for those couples who are in business together and, um, you know, are having challenges as well as successes, but how do, you know, tell us what is like, I guess maybe the top three things that, you know, allow the two of you to, you know, stay strong in your marriage and your relationship and your friendship and still, you know, give the uh, right amount of attention to your businesses and and taking care of yourselves and your family.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, you know, and I don't want to sound like the the uh, cliché pastor, but I just have to give thanks and credit to God first and foremost, because although we are super, mm-hmm. super busy and we don't always go to church, and we don't always—we do know where we come from, and we do know who gives us the strength to move forward. And we thank God every day for every single blessing that he's ever given us, and um, and even for each other, because he blessed us to find each other. And, um, we also support each other 100%. We're each other's biggest fans. Like if he's doing something, I am there. I am his cheerleader. I go to all his shows. I'm his biggest fan about his business. He's my biggest fan. He posts about me. He talks about me. He talks about me and my business better than I do. Like when it comes to my business, Mm -hmm. sometimes I I clam up and he's like selling Mm -hmm. the business. I'll be somewhere eating meatballs and drinking in the corner. And he'll be like, "Oh, I just got you three clients over there across the room. I'd be like, huh? Yeah. And,
2: so,
1: and I do the same thing for his business because mm-hmm. I'm totally excited about everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, my advice is be excited about what you do. Just be passionate about it because if you're passionate about it and you're excited about it, it will show up in your work and it'll show up in the delivery to, to the people. Um, and be excited, be passionate and be real about it. And, you know, that's my advice, William.
5: Uh, I'll keep it simple. Um, choose competence over confidence, um, choose merit over clout. And, um, it's not what I think, it's how you feel. Um, and I think, you know, I think those are the three things I would say. Um, so that keeps it simple. It keeps it direct.
0: Can you say that one more time? Right. Thank you. For the people in the back. Right.
5: So So, so choose choose competence over confidence. Choose merit over clout. And remember with your partner, it's not what you think, it's how they feel. Wow.
0: Amazing. So that, you know, awesome. I, I can't even do I can't do any better than that. William Washington, uh, owner of w- Washington Wellness Institute and Angel Washington, uh, owner and president of Consult to Code. Thank you so much for joining us on Jumpstart on W.O.V.U on this day happy valentine's day i know there's some sneaky sweet surprises in store that you have for each other i don't know what's gonna happen but
5: i can yeah. only imagine right feelings <laughs> all my feelings These yeah Yes. Yeah.
0: absolutely so thank you again thank you to our friends at jumpstart tasia ducksworth and vicky mcdonald remember you can never go wrong with the ducksworth in the room thank you so much to all of you out there for tuning in And uh, we'll see you next week on Jumpstart Friday. Thank you to our guests, and thank you to you. Remember, listen to WOVU all day and all weekend. Like Jay said, Eric Nolan, he has got you covered for Valentine's Day evening this Sunday. So have a great day, have a great weekend, and stay in love. We'll see you next time.